brothers that don't be knowing. What's up? He is Troy Abbott, PT. My name is AJ Smith, strength coach, owner here at Smith's Fitness. This is Busy Getting Strong, the Smith's Fitness Podcast. Let's get it. All right, here we go. Welcome to episode four of Busy Getting Strong, the Smith's Fitness Podcast. Uh, We put out three episodes last week. Yep. Um, The response to them was um, pretty hectic. Up towards 400-odd listens. 400 now. 400-odd listens. It's getting more more and more pressure on us now. Yeah, I So so it sort of was like heaps day one and then just like really tapered off. And then I was like still plugging it like, go listen, go listen, link in bio, link in bio. Yeah. Um, But yeah, up towards like sort of 400-odd listens now. All over the place as well. Yeah. There was some just random town, United States. Yeah, right. Like five or six listens in Manchester, England. Cool. A couple in Indonesia, but I think that was Josh. He's over there. Um, I, was, I was like, who's listening to this? Well, yeah. they, they must just be thinking, what are these guys talking about? Or is this just like us just repeating the same listening over and over again? Is that... No, no. It's, it's like... This is actually It people shows you what towns. Like, there's, a, there's like a whole big list of towns That's in crazy. SoundCloud that show you like... Obviously, where the Bing's from or yeah, right. where the fucking satellite goes from. Yes, yeah, it's, it's loose. So thank you very much to everyone who's listening. Make sure if you're on iTunes, which is where most of the people are going to be listening, um, we are on Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud as well. Uh, but yeah, get on iTunes, um, five-star reviews, and actually write a review as well. Um, funniest review wins nothing. Um, but yeah, there's a few people that have said like, sweet, good stuff. Yeah. Um, can't remember who it was, but yeah, thanks to everyone for the five star reviews and for actually writing a review on iTunes. Make sure you go and do that. Do that now. Pause it. Go and do it now. Um, so yeah, episode four. So we are going to go over um, the weekend, the the Pro Raw highlights and all that sort of stuff. Pro Raw cool. powerlifting was on. Uh, what was it? Pro Raw eleven. Eleven. Yep. Um, and then today's episode is purely. Just, uh, what are we going to call it? Like, listener comments, listener questions. Yep. Um, so there's no overarching topic today, uh, which is, well, we'll see how it goes. It's only our fourth episode, so it's the first time we've done this, obviously. We've That's done, right. we've addressed a couple of things each episode. Yep. Um, or the two random, that we've yeah. done, but this is going to be sort of all over the place, um, and we're just going to flow. Like, we've done a little bit of, I've done a little bit of research on a couple of topics, just because it... Gets me digging deep, yep, which yep. is good. And like I said in our very first one, it's going to help us uh, sort of educate ourselves a little bit further, or at least go and refresh, um, refresh up on some, you know, some talking points sort of thing. Um, so let's go over Pro Raw, your highlights. Oh, highlights. Highlights. Big deal first. Big Dylan Hyrie. The big, the biggest. Yeah. You know, that's he was. That's massive. Outstanding performance like the the four fifty five squat for me to start. That was um, so amazing, but. Yeah, breaking all those records. Yeah, there's like uh, six records. Hey, like yeah. biggest junior total, top eight, to- top. Was it six best totals? Ah, uh, oh, in the top ten anyway. Top yeah. ten, whatever. So yeah, whatever it is, huge. First person to squat a thousand pounds and nine hundred and deadlift nine hundred. Dead, yep. Do you reckon? Let's. I, just, I was thinking about this the other day. Do you reckon if you deadlifted first and squatted last, it would be flipped? Oh, I never thought about it that way. Because obviously, like, you've got to do three squats, three benches, a big warm-up. Yeah, It's yeah. like, that was a like, long flight, so it was a long... Oh, no, he was on Sunday. Yeah. How long was that day? 
I think because the Saturday the, was quite a long day. Two flights plus the bench. Okay, so maybe, only maybe not well. a huge long day. Probably not as long as like the eighties, ninety fives, no, one tens. So. Um, but do you think if they flipped them deadlift first? It wouldn't be as fun though, would it? There's something nah, about deadlifting deadlift last. But well, I was just thinking because obviously most of us are going to squat um, less than we deadlift. But as you start to get to those big, big, big boys, yeah, you know, it, it flips around. And do you think it's um? Do you think it's more because the squat takes a toll? Yeah. Or, or they're just so... Definitely a component to that, I think. They're so but... big that deadlifting's, like, fucking hard. Yeah, that's another thing, yep. Yeah, because so... once you get to that, it's almost like you reach that point and now you're, like, elite. Like, you're the top... You're, like, top of the fucking totem pole sort of thing. It's like, yeah. oh, nah, I squat more than I deadlift now because I'm fucking... I'm the shit. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm starting <laughs> to think with myself now. now but I'm starting to get my squat's starting to I don't, no, that, get on the same level as my deadlift. No, so I'm, I'm a powerlifter now. Oh, so. <laughs> You're kidding yourself. Um, but yeah, it's it just, just made, shit at deadlifts. Really. Yeah, well, um, it just made me think like you know if they flipped it around. So let me know what you think in regards to that. Um, a few highlights for me: um, Steffi Cohen, yeah. Um, just yeah, absolute beast to be. What did she weigh in at? Like fifty-eight. Under sixties, yeah. Um, squatted two twenty seven. What she? I'm not sure what she benched. One hundred and fifteen. One hundred five, was it? Yeah, or something maybe like more, that. Maybe more. And then uh, deadlifted two thirty, um, at fifty eight kilos. So yeah, um, Laura, Laura Scrow, she she deadlift. Uh, she squatted two twenty seven as well. Same squat, yep. So that's huge too. Um, but yeah, Jesus, she's big out, totals though. Big totals. That's sixties, like, mate. She's got me. She's got me done. Yeah, me too. So. Like her next comp, she puts. She's got me done. That's crazy. That's bullshit. Um, oh, and like squat looked nice and deep as well. Deadlift yeah. was rock solid. So I didn't see the bench, but I'm not that keen on watching bench at the best of time. Yeah, that's... <laughs> um, so yeah, big from Steffi Cohen. And then, um, who was it? The oh, Obviously, um, Pat Morrison. Pat Morrison, my, one of my favourites. Fucking he's, guru, mate. He's, so he's the boy, eh? Uh, and then uh, Will Crozier. Big Dude, I was like, win. I yeah. was like biting my nails because when he um he got done for uh, depth on his first two squats, yeah, and then um he Same got bench as well, wouldn't he it? got his third, and then I think he missed his two first two benches as well, and yep. then brought it back, and he just looks like what you want to look like if you power if you're a powerlifter, oh, right? He's a unit, it's a isn't fucking he? Fucking unit, um and that yeah that was uh I think it came down to the wire in a couple of the weight classes. I was only watching bits and bobs when I was in and out of the gym. Yeah. Um, 95s and 80s were like, still pretty close. Mate, like the live stream, the spotting, all that sort of stuff was spot on. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing you couldn't, but you could figure it out if you're watching the whole thing, the only thing you couldn't see on the live stream was uh, what weight class they were in. But you could figure it out like as soon as you knew one of the lifters. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was good. Real good. Um, so that's pretty much our... Well, highlights, and then obviously for me, like seeing a, a WA boy, yep, um, a local yep. boy, um, put himself up there amongst the world's no, best. And no, uh, Dylan from back in the day in yeah. the AIF days. Yeah, doing you, his, our PT course you together. Did your PT course together. He wasn't deadlifting and squatting that much then. So. Nah, so that's really good to see, and um, and just like to see powerlifting on that level like the crowd was hectic it's getting bigger apparently I think someone was saying the stage keeps we moving got, to yeah we should have got um, uh, our our big Dylan who's not big big Dylan but yep. our big Dylan we should have got him There's into um, around. we should have got him to um, talk us through it because he was there spotting and handling and 
Actually, get... looking at the one two fives, I was like, Dylan's not too far oh, off yeah, this year. Yeah, we yeah, can get yeah. him up there. So. Yeah, we need to get him there. Um, all right, so let's go over our sort of listener topics. Or oh, you got anything else before we get into it? No, that's, yep, good yeah. review on that. Yeah, good review. It's a great competition by the looks of it. Um, so, first up, we've got, um, this isn't so much a listener question, but I'm just going to address, um, I started writing a, uh, oh, sh- are we dropping out over here? Better fucking not be. No, all good. All right, bit of a technical issue there. Stalling out on the old laptop. Um, so not a not a listener question, but I'm just going to go over. Um, I started writing a blog the other day because I've had a few um, FIFO guys in the past, um, and and lately just sort of tell me that they're having trouble, you know, doing their program, um, training in the gyms up there. Yeah. It seems to go sort of two ways with the uh, with the FIFO guys. Either oh, in regards to like just lifestyle as well, they either go up there, work forever, and just go straight to the wet mess and have their yep. beers and then don't do anything. Yep. Or it's really good for them, and you know they get they get to choose some clean foods. Everything's cooked for them. They've only really got the gym to go to um, to do anything. That's it. Um, but then it sort of flips around. Like when they get home, they're on the piss. Yeah. You know what I mean. So. Yeah. Um, structure goes out the window I've, when they're I've never too. done it I need to make that very clear I've never done it and I don't think I could I don't think I could hack it oh man it's just like work every day yeah like I don't think I hack it so very much hats off to you guys out there um, so obviously up. doing the, the hard shifts being away from family all that sort of stuff and trying to train as well yeah so for that kudos um, but let's get into just some like obstacles that they come across um, for me just gyms being packed is one Yep. Shitty equipment to start with is another. Um, but there's there's plenty of things that I sort of uh, try and get people to do uh, if they're having trouble training or doing their program. So let's just say you've got your program. you got um, the way it normally goes is heavy squats to do. All right, you walk into the gym. It's packed. Everyone's just knocked off. There's no barbells. Yep. So it's like, what do you do? All right, most of, most of the guys are going to know, like, where I'm going to come from, what angle I'm going to come from when it comes to this. You want to mimic that movement. Yep. So like this, the barbells might be taken, but oh sweet, leg press is free. Yep. All right, your squat's just turned into leg press. It's not ideal, but you're still getting it done. That's it. Still using the same movement pattern to a certain degree, same muscle groups to a certain degree. Yep. The other thing is, all right, we don't have like the amount of load that we need. We're supposed to do heavy squats. There's no barbells, there's no squat racks, there's not that much weight up at this gym. So what do we do? And that's where I think um, using, you know, pauses and tempo work can really help. Because like I was saying before, if you've got no load, like you can't squat heavy, what are you going to do? Just like a million body weight squats? Yep. Or you're going to grab what weight you do have, nice, slow, eccentric, pause at the bottom, repeat sort of thing. So That's that's a good way to get volume get load in without having to just do like just ridiculous amounts of reps it's exactly what i've been doing with my ankle being stuff so goblet squats with a slow tempo yep and i couldn't have a big heavy bar on my back yep i um, still found a way to get a, a good workout in without yep. that's one of that's one of the biggest things so be adaptable um use your imagination yep. try and try and mimic those movement patterns as best you can so we use the squat example there but it, it works for a deadlift it works for pushing works for pulling that sort of stuff just try and mimic it um and then think about tempos think about exercises that make it hard maybe it's unilateral 
so one-sided yeah um to make it that little bit harder if you don't have that out and out load that you're looking for body weight lunges is always a tough exercise body weight especially with as soon as you add a tempo it makes it that much harder yeah. and it's an easy way to get it done without having to do like i said sh- what shit loads of reps but there's a uh, topic number one and i'm hoping to get that blog up um pretty soon when i stop being slack yep. uh let's look at this one this was sent in by uh we i'm going to call him scottish rob oh this yeah, scottish right. rob He sent in a couple. He's got a couple of shout-outs on this. So this one, um, I'll let you take uh, take the mic on this one, and I'll uh, I'll probably interrupt you. Okay. So this one, uh, what Rob said in, is uh, losing weight and then trying to put muscle on or trying to do both at the same time. So uh, this one, when we break it down first, trying to lose weight, uh, the first thing we're trying to do um, is obviously be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. Um, whereas try, trying to put muscle on. I feel on. like we need like a counter every time we <laughs> How many say, times we say that? Like calorie de- being a cal- calorie deficit, ding, calorie deficit, ding, yeah, just like it. that, like a little bell or something. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to get one. All right, off you go. So that, that's, that's your first thing. Uh, then when we're trying to put muscle on, this is just a general rule of thumb with this. So there is, ex- like with nutrition and all this stuff, there's so many different rules and principles oh, yeah. that, that come into play. And so... Th- it can be quite uh, controversial topics a lot of the time. But does it but need to be? That's, I think we have this same theory of trying to keep it yeah. as simple as possible, not trying to make it overly complicated. So so I would um, I would say when it comes to calorie deficit, if he's yep. like losing weight, most people say losing weight, but they really don't give a fuck about the actual weight on the scales. They just want to look better. Yeah. And it's definitely, I'd say in, in Rob's case, it's probably the same thing. Like, he might be 105 or whatever he is. If I said, all right, just picture yourself, you're still 105, but you've just dropped 10% body fat. Do you give a fuck that you're 105? And he'll probably say, oh, nah, that'd be even better. Yeah. Because now you're big and cut. Yeah. So it's either maintenance or slight calorie deficit. Yes. And then, I mean, obviously there is that time when you want to be in that calorie surplus to actually build some muscle. Yep. But to get to that stage, you really want to probably... Get yourself to a pretty lean body composition first before you start attacking that as well. Yep. I think both you and I probably spend 95% of the time with clients trying to get that, get them leaner, get them to drop body fat rather than yep. know, starting to build And I don't muscle. think that um, the process of doing either of those two things is that different. It's yep. just whether you are in a calorie deficit at maintenance or, or like a calorie surplus. That's it. Because you're still going to lift weights you're still probably going to have some sort of conditioning involved as well. Yep. Um, because the, the, only really, the only real reason not to do conditioning is if all your training volume is focused on getting strong. Now, if that is your goal, then yeah, just lift weights. Yeah. But if it's not, and it's just general strength and fitness and body composition, then there should be some sort of cardio component as well. Yep. And I don't think either of those two goals is that different. You yep. know what I mean? So if you're trying to put size on, calorie surplus, lifting heavy weights. If you're not, calorie deficit or maintenance, lifting heavy weights plus a bit of conditioning. That's it. So it's not that it's not that different. But um, I think from most people's uh, point of view, the actual weight isn't that big of a problem. No. So maintenance or slight deficit, lifting heavy weights, breathing hard regularly. Um, and doing it consistently yeah. and you're and you're often laughing and you and will see the changes that you're what most people are actually looking for so it. it's it's body composition at the end of the day yep yeah um, and um, I always go with that 
you know, um, actually going back to the doing both at the same time, um, this can be done as well. Um, oh, yeah, in yeah, saying yeah. that, like generally that's usually in my, what, what, what I've worked in the past is usually really overweight people that haven't trained. Yep. They can lose a lot of fat and yep. still build that muscle at the same time. But obviously yeah. someone who's super lean, yeah. trying to drop, you know, even further, they're going to end up dropping a bit of muscle mass as they Yeah, as yeah, they yeah. Go, well, so. like someone like myself, like I've dropped, yeah. uh, what, like 16, 15, 16 kilos um, over probably 15, 16 months. Yeah. Um, and a, a little bit, well, that I'm probably a little bit less body fat. Yeah. Um, but not heaps, but I would have lost muscle mass and That's I'm fine it. with that because it's like in line with what I'm trying to do with, with my running goals. Exactly. Um, but uh, I would also suggest that protein high yeah, with the deficit is, still as well. is important. So the deficit yeah. doesn't have to be huge. Yeah. Um, like we're always going to say that. It doesn't have to be huge because well, you, you, you still want it to that. be sustainable, all that sort of stuff. Without getting into that, you just want that protein up That's to it. actually maintain yep. or build muscle. Is that, my, is that Thurston? <laughs> Shut up, dog. He's got an input that as well. Fir- That's the first time. He's been um, pretty good, actually. So. Yeah, he has. It's taken him four episodes. <laughs> um, so there you go, Rob. There's your first one. Well, I've got more on this. Oh, on yeah, this. we can go all day on that one, oh, really. Yeah. So, so protein high, lift heavy weights. Breathe hard, and you're sorted. Yep. Um, all right. This one we both... This is like a deep question. I think this is Mike, who I haven't seen in a little while. I know he's been swimming and stuff, but I haven't seen him in a little while. Which um, one's this one on? Wait, I'll get back to What do we got? Oh, what, um, motiv- what motivates you to train and keep training? Yeah, so... Right. Oh, man, I don't... What? Oh, yeah. Have I you ever had this issue? This sort of thing with you, like you're the most. I'm I've no never met clue. anyone who's more motivated to train than I you. I have so. no clue, man. Like it's just what? Like what would I do if I didn't? Like, yeah. I don't know. Do puzzles or something? Like puzzles are fun. <laughs> I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> like, and even if even the stuff that I would do that's not training, yeah, is being physically active anyway. So if I'm not training, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna go fucking skate for five hours. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like I just. It's fun. Yeah, I think and at the end of the day, man, you find something that's fun. That well, it's fun it, to me. Uh, like, people dread it and all that sort of stuff. And maybe it's not fun during it, but the fun of completing it gives me a sense of, like, I don't know, like um, like I'm competent in something or yeah. I've got something completed and it gives, I don't know, purpose. But yeah, I don't know. I've just, it's, maybe it's just habit because I've always done it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I mean, is for me as well, you know, like if I'm powerlifting, it's pretty easy to keep motivated when you know you've got an end goal, competition or so. Yeah, that's, that's Having true. Some, yeah, yeah. some sort of goal you're trying to reach is probably, for most people, I guess, that's probably where they need to start. Yeah, how so... How to keep motivation high. It's a goal and like, it, it could be, it really could be anything. It doesn't have to be in a, like a public event. It might just be like to bench 50 kilos, to bench 100, that's to do it. double body weight. Um, and it, you've got these little milestones with anyone it's two plates on the bench press yep it's run a half marathon it's whatever it is um it doesn't yeah it doesn't have to be an out and out event but um that can motivate you uh i don't know like i I haven't really thought of it like from a health perspective yeah like like even if it's just to be healthier yeah mental health um, I, yeah, I said some, someone inboxed me yesterday and I just said man even if you're training just for mental health it's, it's going to be worth it yeah like regardless of what happens to 
you know, your fitness, your, your strength, even if you're in there and it's just like, I accomplished something today, you know, it's a good day. Yeah, like, that's it. worth it. So there's something that could motivate you to train. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's a tough question because it comes so naturally um, I think to it, us. Yeah, and if you if you, you know, find yourself in a little bit of rut with training, you sort of... That's may, maybe that's time to change it up, mix it up. Definitely. You know, Go do like, something else. Try a different training approach. And I think that's one great thing about Smith's is, I think I was saying this the other day, is just that there's so many different ways you can go about it. Yeah. You know, if you come down to a gym, you can, we can get you going CrossFit, Olympic lifting, yeah. calisthenics, gymnastics. We got powerlifting. I always invite that's... people for runs, but no one turns. <laughs> no one's keen on the running. <laughs> no, but... no one's keen on the runs. I'm going camping but... by myself. I put it out there. Everyone's like, oh, you're going camping. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sweet, I'm going to go run. Yep. Oh, is running involved? Nah, not coming. Yeah, heaps <laughs> yeah, of friends. Yeah, I'm one of those with you. Yeah, so. heaps of friends. Um, So to keep training, I don't know, like competitions are always good. Like yep. um, I just fucking signed up for True Grit. Oh, did you? The, yep. the elite wave as well. Nice. <laughs> Loose. I'm going to get fucking trounced. Um, that's yep. 10K. So I could have to be quick as well. Shit. Fuck, we'll figure that out. So that's going to keep me motivated to keep training. So yep. signing up for things is always is always good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It it comes so naturally for us, so it's it's a hard one. I'm just, and I'm just co- yeah, I'm feel, constantly goal setting. Like, it's yeah. just what, just what I always naturally just yeah. Do. I'm just I think trying to tick boxes. Training. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You just always there's always something you're trying to achieve. I think if you don't have that, which some people come in the gym and don't have, and I find. Yeah, very strange. Even, but like I said, it doesn't have to be something like this huge thing. It can no, just, just be like lift two plates, squat yep. this, you know. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. Just a push up off your toes, you know. Let's, uh, That's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it. So set those little goals. I think for us, um, like we're really motiva- motivated. It comes to us easily. That question would be really good for someone who has gone from doing absolutely fuck all, who's been in the hole, yeah. and then's got come out of it, and they'll be like, well, I, I did this, I did that. And for us, it's just like, oh, mate, like, we got, you know, we've been doing it forever, yeah. basically. All right, moving on to the next one. So hopefully that helps. I don't know, set some little goals and then um, and work towards them. And that was from Mike. So I know Mike's doing that. He's, um, I saw her the other day, he'd swam bloody three-odd Ks, and maybe, you know, have the long-term and short-term goals too. Yeah. You know, you can, could have a big long-term goal of wanting to lose this much weight. And I think some people sometimes look at that long-term goal and think it's so far away. Yeah. So along the way, just have those little goals you can mark off as well just yeah. to make it yeah, for sure. not so tough. So Those little... And the first goal might be get to the gym twice this week. Yeah, keep it simple. And that can get you... I don't know. It's such a weird one for me because I don't, people would say like, well, I just love it. I just fucking yeah. want, want to rip into everything. I like know. it yeah. pains me so much that anybody is better than me at anything, <laughs> and there's so many. Like I'm not the best at anything in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want to be like, say there's five people over there doing like some balance beam thing in the park. I'm like, fuck those guys. I'm gonna go and beat them. Yeah, but it's funny, eh? Because some people can see that and just go, oh, I'll never get to that. You know what yeah, I mean? No, no, oh, no. Most people do. They Every, go, I can never do it. I'm the same as you. I see someone do that. And I'm like, fuck, I want to do that. Everything. I want to go do that. It's like, it's not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> In it's my a, regard. It's a like, obsession. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. And then, oh, shit. Can I? And then I'm in the deep end and I'm like, well, you got to figure it out now, mate. That's it. All right. Balancing work, life, and training. Now, I'm going to throw this one to Troy yep. um, to start with and I'll interject and uh, interrupt him. When so yeah, balancing work, life, and training. For for me, the biggest thing, and I try to tell this to all my clients, is to get organised. 
All right, get get yourself organised. There are simple little tricks you can do. Fuck, that's not me, eh? Yeah, I just used to. Yeah, this, so before I was a PT, I was the most unorganised person ever, and I'm um, definitely, and especially having three kids, misses that works. You know, life's pretty hectic. If I didn't plan out every single week and everything I'm doing every week, I'd be all over the place. place so. <laughs> so the first thing you do, and I tell you, I'm the what, opposite, eh? <laughs> Kelly would I be have going to be planning nuts. Everything I do. So. If I said I was all, like, if I even hinted that I was organised, yeah, I'm, not even just Kelly, like everyone would just be like, "Fuck off, AJ, really?" Yeah, I don't know. But you're pretty like relaxed, whereas I'm a bit of a stress head. If things are not, you know, in in a plan, I'll yeah, be. I don't know. It makes me stress, so I like to. Make sure I'm planned out, and with clients in particular, so like um, little things like getting a calendar on your phone and just putting it at you know all your events, especially your training times. That's a big one. Chuck yeah. your bloody training times in your calendar. Yeah. That's the day I'm coming to the gym. I'm are your train. Tra- are your training times set? Yep. Fuck. At the start of each week, I'll be like, yep, yeah, this is where I got to train because I have to as well. With obviously my hours are going to go all over the place, training people here, there, and everywhere, and people changing. Yeah. Um, I have to set go. Yep, this is my time to train. I even set time for when I have fun. So yes, people will probably find this a bit weird, but like for me to play drums, play guitar, do those things, I actually set that time aside and go. I'm going to do it here. That's I mean, weird, man. So that's like serial killer shit. It, it works for me, and I actually and I, I I do try to preach this with a lot of my clients. Some of them don't follow me on this one, but um, I think it has helped a few of them at the same time. So yeah, so I would it. say. Um, so balancing work, life, and training. So it's a tough. It's a tough one for me because work and life and training All is pretty much one thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So like we've got we've got like a like a routine where or we're starting to get in with like Lenny back at uh, well Lenny going to daycare now and Kelly back at work. Yep. Um, so there's sort of a routine starting now. So it's only like, what, five, six weeks into term one. So we're getting, and Lenny's been sick a couple of times. So we're slowly getting into that like routine, Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, she's at daycare, that sort of stuff. Um, the, the whole training side of it is like, it's hard for me to say because I'm in the gym eight hours a day. Hey, if you can't get your training in as so, a PT or a gym owner, you're, yeah, you're struggling. To- that, that's the thing, like... It is tough sometimes for me if I want to run for three hours. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I'll... Fuck, who said it the other day? Little Dill said, mate, are you fucking ADD or something? Because I just, <laughs> like, when I did I did 30Ks, and I was just like, oh, and no, I sort of had it planned. Like, I planned it on, like, my Actually, my missus saw you the other day running, and she, she said that she's like... I was, I was a really hot day and she goes, I saw this guy running down the street going, what a nutcase. How hot is it out there? <laughs> and then she goes, oh, actually, I think that's AJ's. <laughs> uh, so, like, um, sometimes I'm just like, well, fuck, I've got this time now. It's happening. Yeah. And, I like, I, I planned that out, like, the day before. I actually did plan that. So, like, I, I, I put my hydration stuff, yeah. like, filled it all up. So, I had the time because I know I wanted to go long and I knew I was going to be back. Fuck, I've got, like... I'm back at quarter past two. Yeah. I've got half, well, fucking 20 minutes to contemplate life <laughs> in a cold shower before I have to be back at work. Yeah. So I sort of plan like that, but I'm a lot more, I think I'm a lot more spontaneous. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, fuck it, it's happening. Or I've got two hours, I'm going for a skate now. Whereas like you obviously... And you deal with it really well that way as well. I think if, it, if I was in that situation, I think that would... I would be stressed. And, yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm fucking foggy, sweet like so. that. Like, my only goal at the moment is uh, is my running kilometres. Yep. So, like, 
this week I sort of do have it planned. Like I've done five yesterday. I'm going to do 20 tomorrow. I'm going to do 30 over the weekend. So there's 55. That's me sorted. Yeah. Um, apart from that, everything else is just extras. Yeah. Um, so I'm not too focused on my strength work. I know I've got a CrossFit work in, workout in there somewhere. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, for, when it comes to training, like it's easy because I'm at the gym. Yeah. So that's easy. But just know that, so let's take, let's look at it from someone else's point of view. Like if you're working a hard job or like like long hours, you got kids to drop off, pick up, that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, it might be that, you know, you do have to get up earlier. Yep. Like our gym's got 24-7 membership, so you can always train. Yep. It's $2.75 more per week. You know I what I mean? So it's, it's you you got to make those little sacrifices if you yeah. do want the benefits of exercise and the benefits of training, sometimes it's not going to be ideal. Yeah. So, all right, um, pack your gym clothes when you go to work or take your, take a spare pair of clothes, train at lunchtime. Yep. Go for a jog. Um, at the end of the day, and I was thinking, I did have a bit of a think about this one. Um, at the end of the day, there's always time for seven minutes of burpees. That's it. Seven like, minute People abs. are like, you got no, got no time. I was like, what, you got legs and like a, like some carpet, yep. Like push up, sit ups, minute on, minute off, whatever it ends up being. There's always time to do something like that. When it comes to getting to the gym, um, just like be flexible. Like yeah, like I said, we've got twenty four seven memberships now, so you can come to the gym whenever. Um, like when it comes to work, I think most workplaces, there's still a few that seem to be off the grid with it. Um. I don't know, without sounding like a dick and just saying, like, get a good job where they give you a lot of freedom and flexi time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's always, like, if you've got half an hour at lunch, I know it, it's not the best, but three days a week, maybe you are training for 20 minutes of it. Yeah. And be realistic as well, like, with when you're planning out your training. Like, some people, I think, go all guns blazing thinking, I'm just going to train every single day. And they haven't actually got the time happens, to do it. Yeah. So, you know, just be realistic with what you can actually get in. You know, if you do have kids and all these other commitments as well, just ease yeah. yourself into it. You know, don't put too much pressure to make yourself, you know, burn out in a way as well. To, the other know. thing is, um, obviously, for us, our um, wives are really, you know, what, supportive? Because it is our career as well. Yeah. So they're supportive of us, like, training. Yeah. They know we're going to train. It's what we do. Yeah. So that's really supportive. So um, for people that that's not the case for just communicate, you know, it's important that I'm going and like get some time to go and train. Or that drag sort of, them into the gym or, with you. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, or bring them into the gym. But the other thing is with kids, um, you know, you can take them, take them to the, the park, do some body weight stuff while you're at the park with them. That's it. I took Lenny for a run the other day. Well, that's, you know, the go on the calisthenics stuff. Like when our kids were really little, Perfect, we, yeah. me and the missus, you know, we spent heaps of time just training at the bars and yeah this is like i've only been a a father for what like 13 going on yeah 13 and a bit months i'm almost 13 years yeah so so you've you've got more experience than me but i don't know like i wanted to go for a run that day but i was looking after lenny i was like all right well get in the pram and i ran four k's with her and i was like sweet cool probably probably did a bit of damage to the pram but that's all right yep that's good. Good um, for I don't your know, kids it's just too. Getting out and about, being well. being flexible with it, like having open communication that it's important with your with your partner that that training is a part of your life. Yep. Um, make it part of theirs as well if you can. Um, and I mean, when it comes to balancing work and training, like we we're in the gym, so it's easy for us. 
Yeah. But I would just say be flexible and always remember there's always, if you've got seven minutes, do some burpees. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we'll go on to this one. Not too quickly because this could be, where are we at? How are we, how are we oh, going yeah. so far? 30 odd minutes, man. Sweet. We've got, we got a couple more to do. Oh, and a doozy in there. Oh, a doozy that. for me. Um, post-training supplements. Good, bad recommendations. Now, I'm going to attack this from um, the point of view of uh, Will, who sent this in. So, Will Lorimer, one of our um, high-performance swimmers. Um, so, in this regard, they're in the pool, God knows how many times, like between five and nine times a week for between one and a half to three hours, I'm pretty sure. Ooh. Like, they... like. They're high level. They're national level swimmers. Yeah. Um, so for me, they're going to be able to smash heaps of food. They're like, yeah. I'm sure everyone's seen like Michael Phelps's diet and all that sort of stuff. Like they get through so much work. That's it. Um, that they can smash a heap of food. So for me, um, in this regard, it's probably how do we recover from training so that we can go to the gym in the afternoon after training or yep. back up tomorrow again and swim again and and do it well. Yeah. Um, so you're not feeling like burnt out, all that sort of stuff. Um, so obviously, how much training volume and all that sort of stuff comes into play as well. But um, Will's asked about post-training supplements, and I would say um, I wouldn't recommend anything apart from good food. <laughs> um, so for me, uh, in this regard, swimming. Say you do three hours of swimming, um, you're probably going to be fairly glycogen depleted. You might be having some carbohydrates. I'm not quite sure how their sessions run if they get time to, to smash, between, back, yep. um, smash back carbs or um, anything in between. I'd probably suggest they don't. Um, but I would go, like your sports drinks might be handy straight afterwards because yep. it's quick, easy carbohydrates. Um, fruit, like a couple of bananas straight in yep. to replenish that glycogen. Um, like there's not going to be too much... Um, we both, you know, overall but, muscle damage, but maybe uh, a protein shake might be just a normal whey protein might be um, like sort of acceptable if there's if it's a a fairly lengthy and hard session, and there yep. might be a little bit of sort of protein breakdown. But um, it's I, I'm never one to say that you need to have them. Um, so well, you just afterwards it's like carbohydrates could come in the form of protein uh, 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 supplements sorry yep so you could have carb powders all that sort of stuff but you could easily just get it from um, quick like like fruits food that sort of stuff um, so I would I wouldn't be too inclined to look towards supplements um, just again plan it out have something ready to go straight after your session so you can replenish it lots of water um, yeah, carbohydrates are going to be key to replenish that muscle glycogen that's going to be depleted from such a long session that's it. or multiple long sessions. Um, possibly a protein shake, just because getting out of a pool and having well, steak, it doesn't even have to having be the protein steak shake. or feed, yeah, yeah whatever. It, can, it can be food, but yeah. it sort of depends on how how quickly after you're eating and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So it might be, it might sort of might recommend a, a protein shake. Um, with the carbs, yep. carbs are more important though. Yeah. Carbs, carbs, carbs for you swimmers. Um, I think that's all we need to really touch on. Like, I wouldn't really be suggest. I don't suggest to too many people that we that they take supplements. Like, I got supplements into the gym because yep. I know they're going to be buying them anyway. Yeah. And I don't want people wasting their money I mean, on other know, shit. That oh, I could go off here. Right? I could go off here. Yeah. 
fucking beast. We look at the man. the body the bodybuilding world and how it, it just ex- exploded. Well, with, that's why I went with uh, with um true protein as well, just because I, I like the packaging. It doesn't have like fuck, like maximize your yeah. anabolic window. That's it. Oh, it's yeah. just like all that stuff's fucked. Yeah. Um, oh, the doozy. So that's it. Carbs will get into the carbs and shout out for having some input on the old IG. Um, all right. Troy's scared of this one. I am. Troy's scared. Um, Too controversial for me to. This was have from uh, Nat. Nat sent this in. Thanks again, Nat. She's had a couple of inputs on the old uh, IG. This, Good yep. stuff. All right, here we go. Transgender men. I think it was, should transgender men be allowed to compete against women? I'm going to go so deep here. Oh, here we go. Um, all right. So when it comes to gender, gender is a social and man-made construct. Yep. All right. Sex is a biological construct. Yep. There's a difference. So in society, it's, it's normal. We attribute certain things, certain stereotypes to a gender, right? Yeah. So... Pink and being weak, all right? Stereotypical, yep. you know what I mean? <clears throat> like strong, brawny, stereotypical, yep. you know what I mean? Everyone knows where I'm coming from. I feel like I'm treading on thin ice with these sort of topics, but to be fair, I think everyone's sort of uh, like the noise, like uh, the backlash is sort of louder than the noise, yeah. if you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's... Yeah, anyway... So, gender, we created that as humans. It's like a social norm. Yep. We, we attribute certain things to being female, being male. That's all it. right. Bi- biology, so like sexual characteristics, we don't dictate them. Yep. They, they happen in nature. Male, female. Like the, uh, the, what would you call them? Outliers excluded. So, male, female. Yeah. One or the other, black or white. Let's just call it black or white. That's biological. You can't have anything to do with that, all right, without human intervention, obviously. Um, so I think that sports are created. Uh, we want to have that level playing field yep. from not a gender um, sort of uh, outlook, more from a biological output. Yep. Because same sort of thing would happen with age so if we look at age it's not we didn't create age yeah it's biological yep you've been alive for this many years so for us to say like all right you're 30 go and play under 12s yeah all right it doesn't quite work the same that's it so i feel like um it's it's definitely not fair yeah if a male who's been a male, who decides they want to change gender, goes and plays against women or competes against women yep. um, because they have lived their life with uh, the advantages of... Testosterone, you got the buddy. Everything that comes along with being male. Yeah. I hope I'm making sense here. Do you know yeah, where I'm coming from? I, I agree with you. You have, um, to, you have to look at like gender yeah. and sex... So gender, male or female, sex, male or female, as two different things. That's it. And let's just say that sport, we're dealing with biology here, male or female, 
when it comes to Can't we just sex. have our own transgender federation of trans- I think there is. Is there something out I there I think like there that? was seriously a, um, I don't know, fuck, I don't know what they want to call it, but there was like a, in the middle. Yeah, right. Um, like competition. I heard, heard about it somewhere, but I don't think it's fair. Um, definitely don't think it's fair because, um, you know, when it comes, especially when it comes to strength sports. Wasn't there someone in the Olympics that actually did this as well? There was, there, was a, a weightlifter from New Zealand that did, and they, yeah. they let... The other thing is, if you let one, you have to let everyone. And, like, where do you draw the line? Yeah. Or don't you draw the line? You know what I mean? So I feel you have to just be like, no. Like, we divided up sports way back when yep. into biological that's it Gen- like gender is a whole different thing that's a social construct yeah and you can say there's problems with it you can say that you know this and that shouldn't be attributed to being a female and this and that shouldn't be attributed to being a male yeah. but when you look at it from a biological point of view male female yep and let's just say the rules were way back when when we invented sports that we divided it into biologically speaking male female not Socially or whatever it is, gender speaking, male, female. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So you can be a male, and you can be as a, you can identify as much as a female as you want. Yeah. Yeah. No Those problem. constructs are sort of human-made and like projected by humans. That oh, that's a female trait, or oh, that's a male trait, that sort of thing. Yeah. But biologically speaking, male, female. Yeah. Go play sport in those groups. That's it. Because same I biologically agree. speaking. Don't hate us. Adult. Child. You know what I mean? Anyway. Fuck. I addressed it the best I could. That was pretty good. You happy with that? Yeah. Yeah, man. Good argument for that. Didn't make me feel as bad about it when you said that. Oh, no. Like, mate, you you treat people the way they treat you, though, as well. Yeah. But I just feel like it it is unfair. It's totally unfair. It'd be like you. Oh, I've trained and I'm 30 years old and just being like, oh, I feel like I'm 12. (laughs) You know what I mean? Hey, I'm the size of a like twelve-year-old, so I'll just, be- <laughs> just just imagine, right? Just say this: like, there's all of a sudden you can just Peter Pan shit, all right? And you're thirty, you've trained for fifteen years, yeah. and you just go like, oh, you know what? I've, I've I really just want to be fifteen, so just make me fifteen again, and you take all the advantages of being thirty. And now you just go against, play against under 15. Fuck, that'd be sick to go. It would be 15. mad. I'd be so <laughs> sick at rugby. I'd definitely go pro. I would tr- but to me, that's the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're taking all those advantages of being male and then just going like, oh, yeah, wave your magic wand, make me a female, off you go. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? That's it. I'm fucking onto it, man. I tell you. <laughs> Smart guy over here. All right, what do we got? Oh, we're up to about 45 minutes. This sweet man will be about an hour. Um, all right, lastly, this is from Scottish Rob again. Scottish Rob, thanks for your input. Now, a little bit backwards, this question. Progressive overload versus linear periodization. So, for me, um, it's not a this or that. So, that argument's pretty, like, progressive overload versus linear periodization. pretty, like, it's a moot point because... Yeah. Um, it's not a this or that argument. So progressive overload um, is basically some aspect of your training getting harder over time. That's it. So it might be like it's typically load. So you do five fives yep. at 100. You Total do volume, at yep. five fives at 102.5. Five fives at 105. That's progressive overload. So yep. that goes back to old Milo of Croton. Great story. Carried the calf as a kid 
as the calf grew into a bull, Milo got bigger, and that's like the story of progressive overload. I actually yeah, got right. a logo done. I didn't know that. With though. him on it, that was going to be our logo. First yeah, logo right. for the gym before I decided not to get it done. I think I still got it saved. It's pretty sick. But it's like an old, like, um, ancient Greek sort of story that Milo of Croton carried his calf. As the calf grew, kept carrying him. Over the years, he grew bigger and bigger and bigger as the calf got bigger and bigger. And then it's, he's just there carrying a fucking bull. Yeah. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, right. Sick story. Um, so all... Whatever periodization program, uh, periodization sort of uh, model that you're using is going to have aspects of progressive overload. That's it. You're not going to do the same thing all the time because then you won't get better. Yep. There has to be something that's um, like you're getting harder to make you adapt to it to get you getting better, um, whether it be stronger, fitter, whatever it is. Yep. So this is where it's not like a, a this or that sort of argument. So when it comes to Linear periodization. Now, the whole linear versus non-linear periodization thing isn't really an argument either because what used to get pinned as linear periodization was never a linear model at all. So, I like I, I went back through like um, this is this is where I, I sort of went deep and got my books out and all that sort man, of stuff. This stuff can get pretty. I love it, man. Away, I so. fucking love it, dude. I went down the rabbit hole looking at like Olympic medalists and shit from yeah. like 1956. Um, so I went back. Um, I looked at my periodization notes from uh, from my masters and uh, our masters course coordinator um, actually rewrote two to bumpers book on periodization so he he helped um helped write it basically so it was like course material of course yep um and then i got my hands on like the first sort of um book on periodization um i got my hands on like a photocopied pdf of it from like 1977 which is uh an old russian or soviet sports scientist leo matveyev um so he studied the the olympics uh, the Russians through the Olympics in the 50s and 60s and then published the book in, in like 77 and other studies as well, I think. Um, and it was all... So this is what got termed like traditional periodization. So Matveyev was like the... Um, uh, sort of like the godfather of periodization. And um, people started calling it like uh, linear, linear periodization because it was basically just everything tapered towards uh, one event, like the Olympic Games. So yep. it was all all your sort of attributes that you want to work on. So max strength, flexibility, um, general conditioning, all that sort of stuff was getting uh, trained concurrently, basically. And like everything was sort of funneled towards one event. Yeah. And that got called and got worded as linear periodization. But people thought that it was really supposed to be like rigidly followed, but there was always... Um, like room for adapting the program and, and making changes yeah, right. in so like making changes such as uh like daily intensity throughout a micro cycle so throughout a week you might have heavy days light days heavy days light yep. days that yep. sort of stuff whereas people thought you know it was like this real rigid linear model yeah. where it was actually not linear at all so that's yep. where this whole like linear versus non-linear thing comes okay. in yeah um and then as people started to get through uh, as sports started to evolve, there wasn't just one event. So now there's 
two events, three events, four events. Yep. And that's where like other periodization undulating models. Undulating stuff. Man. Undulating. What else have you got? You've got block, conjugated, block periodization. There's so many that we, we could talk through. And like this sort of stuff, I could go deep in that. Eh? Yeah. So I was looking at, so I was reading a bit in his book and then um, he studied like all the Soviet, like the, the, um, the Olympic Games, the Soviets, and they were killing it. Like, so he... He made like the I put the table up on my um, IG story yesterday, and it was like Russia was first, uh, not Russia, Soviet Union was like first, 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 second, <laughs> first, 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 yeah. And then um, then like the whole thing happened where the, like the Soviet Union broke down, and then they were sort of, I think they were um, first, and then Mexico City they didn't have a team, but it was like a, a unified team or something. Yeah, right. But it was basically the Soviet team first. And then after that, third, third, and now they've come. In, now they normally come fourth. So the last few they've come fourth. So it's like U.S., China, U.K., Russia. Yeah, right. Yeah, but USSR man were just fucking killing it, killing yeah, it, right. killing they it, killing it. Um, so obviously, a lot of the sports science stuff was based on that because like, how were they so good? And you might say, well, they had a fucking <laughs> a great uh, supplement regime. <laughs> but um, these are the guys that wrote the book. So the book. Is, it's like hard to read and there's yeah. a couple that I've got that because they're written in Russian so when they go to English man they're just they're just harder to read yeah I think I had a look at that is that the periodization book you got in there there's a, I remember having a quick a look at that there's a periodization one no and then there's a special the special strength training is um, a Verkashansky one yeah right which is sick as well um, but yeah definitely get amongst it and like read into all that stuff it's so good even just the history of it and just knowing like alright who who started this whole like how to train sort of thing. It's yeah. basically what it is. It's like here's my book, How to Train. Yep. And this is and he sort of took from what the Russian guys were doing. They were training all these ab- abilities at the same time, and then they sort of tapered down from general to specific, um, tapered down the volume, tapered up the inc- intensity yep. into the Olympic Games, and that was traditional periodization. Yep. I hope I'm not getting this wrong here. Um, if anyone's listening and they know better than me, <laughs> feel free to fill me in because I love this shit. Yeah. Um, but that's what I took from it. And then people started like calling that linear versus non-linear and all that sort of stuff. But it's not really an argument. To me, yeah. linear is like it, like it would be I do five fives at 100. Yep. I do five fives at 105. I do five fives at 110. Yep. That would be linear. But yep. and linear that still... doesn't happen. Like it, it, it can't happen forever anyway. Yeah. And when it comes to... I think it makes our life easier because a lot of the people we deal with is just strength training that we're dealing with. Yeah. We're not dealing with their aerobic capacities. We're not dealing with their running volumes. We're not dealing with That's much it. else apart from like, you, you know, their resistance training program, which yeah. makes it pretty easy. So yeah. getting back to, um, I mean, I love that. Sh- I, I, fucking, <laughs> I get so deep in that stuff. Um, and I feel like I'm only fucking scratching the surface. Yeah. Um, so getting back to, Scottish Rob's question, progressive overload. Yeah, you better be training harder. Yep. Otherwise, you're just spinning your wheels. Linear periodization, don't worry about linear versus non-linear. Yep. Um, and that's probably not even the question he was asking. Um, or you can do, the thing is, you can do progressive overload through linear any, periodization. Any, so any periodization. There's going to, yeah, as long as something's getting harder, you're yep. doing, you're, it's got progressive overload um, yep. involved. So. We typically let's just talk about how we typically like program. It's yep. it's block periodized yep. really, um, and this is 
um, something that came about due to people having like more peaks throughout their competitive season. So like the, the old traditional one that Matt Vaev came up with and, and published his book in 77 was, was traditional and it peaked towards one, one event. Yeah. But then sports evolved, there's more events now. And then yeah. block periodization came in and like um, people started like having off having like an off season block yep. and blocking stuff out. So now they're working on work capacity, then they work on hypertrophy, then they work on strength, yep. then they work on max power, that sort of stuff, which is basically how I go about it for, for like strength athletes, for for powerlifters. That's it. That's how most of them will. Yep. Obviously you've got the conjugated systems which people will west side and I've played around with that a little bit. Yeah. Um, west side based stuff. It's um, more for experienced sort of Yeah, definitely. Oh, know, and, and athletes and that I would have thought though, but yeah, oh, I, I definitely feel like it is, um, but I feel like the if you look at what Westside do with the fluctuations in intensity, so they have the speed day, yep, and then they have like the max effort day, and then a lot of the times they have the uh, dynamic effort day, uh, the speed day, max effort day, and then the repetition method day. Yep. So they're basically doing it's sort of daily undulating. But they don't. It it is sort of daily undulating, to a certain degree. But it is sort of just fluctuations in the intensity. Yeah. So that third day, if they do repetition method, that is yeah training possibly a different attribute, as in hypertrophy, than the other two days. The yeah. other two days are training strength power, just different different aspects of the force velocity curve. Yep. Um, and we could get deeper into that, but yeah, people probably right. don't want to don't want to hear about it. But this is just like, you know, that like meme where the dude's like drawing on the fucking whiteboard thing, and there's just like a million. This is that's my head when it comes to like <laughs> programming and periodization and stuff. And I'm like, wait a second, this is the same thing. And I like move it over here. So like like when Iron Man does that shit with his hands, yeah, that's like me. That's how I feel. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, w- I want to know all about why the why people are doing certain things, and you know, like, where's that come from? It's fun to experiment with. I love that shit. Yeah. That's why, like, I've done some Westside stuff in the past and I've done some, some, um... Because with Westside, it's like the, you know, you're going back to it, they do, like, a bands, like, the... Yeah, even without the, even without the bands, you don't that, really have to use that. So they do that to accommodate the strength curve. So, yeah. obviously, as we're getting... As we go through a lift towards the end of the lift, we're, we're stronger. So yep. you can you can quarter squat more than you can full squat. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they do that to accommodate that. So they have to um, like basically put max effort and max force into the movement throughout the whole movement. Yeah, um, which is a great idea. But even regardless of bands, chains, all that sort of stuff, they have a, a speed day. Yeah, dynamic effort speed speed day like an upper body and lower body, and then they have a max effort upper lower body, and then they have a repetition method. Yep. Um, and it's sort of I sort of think alright they've taken a little bit from this a little bit from that a lot of the times and I always say this that just the confusion is because it's called something different Yeah. like it's all in the semantics so they call it like that's a conjugated system but I'm like isn't that just daily fluctuations in intensity Yeah. you know what I mean and I suppose the only argument to that would be is like there's not really a fluctuation in intensity there's a fluctuation in load, but the intensity is still there because their speed days, they're still going hard as fuck. What's the periodization core where they actually 
change it depending on how they feel on the day. Like, you know, the... Oh, so then I there's... Can't remember the, fuck, then there's that? that. That's like um, auto-regulation. Auto-regulated. Yeah. Um, so auto-regulation is basically like, fuck, man, that is, that is just that's, so much how everybody trains anyway. But yeah. now it's got a name. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, it's like this is basically auto-regulation. Fuck, don't feel that good today. <laughs> yeah. Might not go that heavy. Yeah. Bang, auto-regulation. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, I'm on here. I'm feeling real good. <sighs> Try and PB today. That's it. Which is pretty much like 80% of how the world trains. That's you know Fitzy I mean? style program. Oh, Fitzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ne- <laughs> never. Um, but anyway, like, I could talk about that sort of stuff forever, right? I fucking love it. Yeah. And, and like, I feel like I'm only scratching the surface. And I've got a fucking master's in it. Yeah. I'm very new to this stuff and a lot of it when dude, I first looked was so confusing, but now... Oh, dude, ju- just know that what we're doing, what we normally do, and powerlifters especially, they're typically block periodized. Yeah. All right. Typical powerlifters, all right? When you look at West Side, that's conjugated system. But it's just like, is it conjugated or is it just, is it traditional, like, it, it just starts getting confusing. Yeah. So, um, I always say just find the way that you like to train. Yep. Um, and or the, like the way that you like to program. Um, I've programmed some fuck weekly undulating. Yeah. Yep. So like, and you probably would have done it before. Done so it week too, one, yeah. fifteen, like reps, sets of fifteen. Week two, sets of twelve. Yep. Sets of eight. Sets of five. Sets of three. Repeat. That's it. And that's been really that's really good um, for beginners and for and especially for females. They oh, respond to that really well. Yeah. Um, females, I find. So that it's well. it's like there's so many aspects to it, and it's. I always find it's like the names that people give it that are like exactly the same fucking thing, but it confuses you. Yeah. That's the way I feel anyway. Anyway, Scottish Rob, we haven't answered your question at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're definitely going to have progressive overload. I would go more block periodized. And I know he's going to say, well, I'm waiting for a program, AJ. And I'll say, I'm getting to it. Um, and it'll probably be block periodized. Yep. Um, because that's the way I like to go about it. That's it. All right. We're, we're at about an hour here, man. I'm pretty happy with this, given that it's just a, a no, no overarching sort of... I thought of it'd be quicker, but we have still yeah, managed we still to ramble talk. on a bit, so... We fucking talked enough shit. So, if you're out there still listening, props to you. Very, uh, we are very um, thankful that you're giving us your time uh, when it comes to the podcast. Remember, you can find us both at Smith's Fitness... Uh, unit two, number two, Helmshaw Way, Import Kennedy. Uh, I'm just going to plug our morning sessions have just started. I'm taking Tuesdays at 6 a.m. Troy's taking Thursdays at 6 a.m. So come down. We need those numbers to be good to keep those sessions going. Um, we're going to structure them because the gym's a little bit quieter. Then we're going to structure them with some barbell or some strength work at the start. Sweet. A little bit different to the way we do our normal group sessions in the evening, just because the gym's a little bit busier in the evening. Yep. So, um, like this morning, we had about 14 uh, guys in there, guys, well, girls and guys. Um, we did some bench press, we did some Bulgarian split squats, and then we did three lots of seven-minute circuits. That's Great it. workout. Took about an hour. Everyone was out of there by seven to start their day. So, How many did you get down as well? That's how many? Yeah. 14. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So there was some new faces and some yep. old faces. It was really good, man. Um, Get some deadlifts going Thursday. Yeah, so. I, I said, oh, maybe I'll tell Troy maybe deadlifts and, and military press or something. Yeah. Yep. Something We're like that. Some Just so they're a little bit different. Um, but yeah, get on down 6 a.m. Tuesday and Thursday. Our other uh, group sessions are Monday, Tuesday, Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Um, as always, everyone's first week 
is free. Free week trial for everyone. Um, just to figure out if you like the way we go about things and you want to jump on board. You can find me on social media, on IG, at smiths underscore fitness. You can find Troy at... Troy Abbott PT. That is and us out. Yep. Episode See four. See you next time. Done. We, oh, fuck, we still don't have the outro. Um, keep staying busy, uh, getting strong. Yeah. <laughs> Peace.